Hello, my name is Alan Knapp, and I'm an editor for Functional Ecology, and today I'm visiting with Cynthia Chang from the University of Washington in Seattle. Cynthia is the lead author on a paper titled, Resource Availability Modulates Above and Below Ground Competitive Interactions Between Genotypes of a Dominant C4 Grass. This paper is co-authored by Melinda Smith. Cynthia, first, congratulations on the paper, and second, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thank you so much for inviting me. So I read your paper. It's really interesting. Uh, it's focused on this potential importance of genotypic diversity. So I thought in our conversation today, we might begin with you providing us with some, some general background on the importance of genotypic diversity, particularly in dominant species, as opposed to what most people traditionally pay attention to, which is the community level perspective. So, so why is genotypic diversity of interest to you? Yeah. So people have always wanted to know whether or not biodiversity is important, and if it is important, how is it important? And one way to understand if diversity is important is to see if there's a relationship between diversity and ecosystem functioning. So things like productivity, resistance to invasive species, and we can actually look at diversity in several different ways. And historically, as you mentioned, the focus has been looking at the relationship between species diversity and ecosystem functioning. Um, and many of the theories that are proposed to explain how species diversity could be important could also apply to genetic diversity. Um, but more recently, with the advent of molecular tools, people have begun looking at the importance of genetic diversity, particularly within a dominant species. So certain ecosystems, like the tall grass prairie, which I study, they are dominated by a particular species, a, a dominant species, which we know drives ecosystem functioning. So its presence drives ecosystem functioning. Um, so it makes sense to understand, well, what is it about the dominant species that drives ecosystem function? Is it maybe genetic diversity within the species? And so what our greenhouse study does is that it provides the basis for how genetic diversity within this dominant species could impact things like productivity and resistance to invasive species uh, through niche complementarity. And so in order for niche complementarity to play a role, the genotypes must first occupy different niches, which is what we set out to find out here. Great. So, so let's focus on, on this approach. So this basic question, as you said, is addressing these phenotypic differences in, among four common genotypes and the potential consequences. Can, can you give us an overview of the, how, how, the approach you use and how you linked these field and greenhouse studies? Sure. So in another field study, I looked at the relationship between genetic diversity within this dominant grass, uh, Andropogon gerardii, also known as big blue stem, and saw how it was related to productivity and uh, resistance to invasive species in the field. Um, for this study, I took the four most common genotypes that we found in the field. Uh, we tissue culture them to get several replicates of each genotype, and then we grew them in this big greenhouse experiment. And by growing them alone, as well as in pairwise competition with each other, and under high and low water, nitrogen, and light combinations, I was able to determine two things. Uh, first, uh, I was able to determine first whether or not the different genotypes had different traits, so like above ground, below ground, and reproductive traits. And second, um, I was able to look at whether or not the genotypes make demands on different resources, the different levels of nitrogen, water, and light, thereby occupying different niches. 
So it's a great approach. I, I like the linking of the field and the, and the greenhouse and, and the focus on these phenotypic differences. So can you summarize what the key findings are and really w- what you learned from doing this study? Yeah. So first, we did find that genotypes did have different traits, um, below ground uh, and above ground traits, as well as reproductive traits. But more importantly, we found that these different genotypes did make demands on different resources. Um, so this means that when they were grown in competition, different genotypes did better or outcompeted each other on the different resource conditions on under high or low nitrogen, water, and light. So it was not always the same genotype that um, did well under the different conditions. And so these differential responses, they also translated to vegetative reproductive success, uh, which is particularly important in this perennial grass species. And so together, all of these results suggest that mechanisms like niche complementarity could explain how genetic diversity could drive ecosystem functioning in the system, which has particularly important implications for the management of this important species, as well as the tall grass prairie. So, so these differences in phenotypes, you think they play a role in dealing with the temporal heterogeneity in, in the prairie as well? Yeah, I, I think they could. I think they could. And that's something, that's one of the things that I think we could definitely look into in the future. So speaking of that, what is next for you? Is this a line of research you're continuing? Has it resulted in or motivated additional studies? Where do you go from here? Yes, yes, we are definitely continuing this line of research. Um, My colleagues and I are definitely interested in understanding how larger scale genetic diversity within this dominant species, particularly in the field, how it could be responding to important environmental drivers in this system. So things like fire disturbance and grazing, but also climate change, Um, And so looking at the importance of this genetic diversity within climate change experiments or uh, fire and grazing manipulations. Um, And I think this work really highlights the significance of really trying to make that link between genotype and phenotype to understand the mechanistic basis for how genetic diversity could really be important to all of these different uh, ecosystem processes. Well, thanks very much, Cynthia. It's, it's a fascinating paper. I hope all of our listeners get a chance to read it. Um, and best of luck in your research, and we'll talk to you again soon. Great. Thank you so much.